All right. How's it going, Sydney? It's going good. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. I just got back from feeding some crows, grabbing a grabbing a coffee and uh, and a soup. Um, what soup did you get? I got autumn butternut, and I haven't tried it yet. Oh, so. is it for after recording? I guess so. I just ate. I made myself some um, soft boiled eggs for breakfast, uh-huh. and I had that not too long ago. So I, I wasn't ready for soup, but I was ready for a delicious mocha, which oh. I don't even really drink. I hardly drink coffee anymore, so it's been a real treat. A little double double short mocha, ugh, so yummy. Do you get a buzz from caffeine? When yeah, see what I've done is I've switched to yerba mate. Ah. I'll have like a a cup or two of that, which has like half the ca- caffeine. Um, so I'm not at that level of like caffeine addiction that I used to be when I you know wake up and the first thing I would do every morning is drink coffee. Like now I can like go a day or two without any caffeine. And I hadn't had any yet today, but I was like, well, we're recording, so I'll get a mocha. And oh, by the way, I'll take one of those cannolis over there. Ooh. Because the place I go to, yeah, this bakery I go to, um, they, they're they not fucking around when it comes to cannolis. Like, <laughs> they're there to make cannolis. <laughs> that's, that's just what they do? Well, they do a lot of different stuff, but their cannolis are pretty hardcore yeah they're not messing around so i got one of those for later as well maybe i'll even dip into it during the show but i you know people with their misophonia i don't want to mess around with that i'm impressed with your willpower because the cannoli it's when i buy sweets it's like hard for me to even get out of the store without digging into it i i have very poor impulse control when it i i've never bought something for later and managed to make it to later with it (laughs) there's this uh open mic comic i don't want to blow up her spot but one of her jokes is really funny she's like i don't understand how people have ice cream in their in their freezer either you like ice cream or you have ice cream in your freezer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's that exactly sense. right yeah i if i yeah. if i like something i don't have um a shut off switch uh, like oh i've had too much of this like no i i'll stop when it's gone yeah yeah i know that story so yeah but i'm all i'm all mocha'd up um i fed some crows i fed knuckles at least twice today today just today yeah once earlier and then i gave her a at least a couple more peanuts while I was out on my soup run. But yesterday I didn't feed her at all. So um, do you I felt, think felt kind of bad. Do you think your crows are fatter than other crows because they're getting all these peanuts? I hope so. Because I like them round. <laughs> Thick and <laughs> bird-like. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I know one thing. Knuckles has been really feisty lately. Oh, really? How like, so? Yeah. Well, she's been getting into other crows' territory following me around for peanuts because she knows she's special and that I'll always give her two big fat peanuts. So she's been going out of her way to, like, come track me down 
and then like it's turned into this game of can i get a big fat peanut to her fast enough before like some other crow comes and tackles her or chases her out of his area or something oh so that's been that's been a drama yeah do you think you're inciting conflict I try not to. There are some different measures you can take to avoid conflict while feeding crows. Uh-huh. Um, but inevitably it's going to happen. Like yeah. Sometimes when I don't when I don't even expect it, I'll just hear this god awful racket from behind me and one crow will have another crow like pinned on his back in the middle of a crosswalk and <laughs> beating the crap out of him, making this making this giant scene and I'm like, "Guys, knock it off." <laughs> It's <laughs> like, hard keep out it on there. the down low. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Hashtag crow life. Um. So you went and you got you fed the crows and you got your soup. I don't think we've talked on air about soup vember. I think it's been a social media thing. Um. But you have been going oh. hard for soup vember. Yeah. Um. I have. I've been really dedicated to it, despite the fact that maybe only two other people um, even care about it. But I've been doing it every day. I've been really diligent. I've been eating. I've been trying to, you know, eat a a variety of different soups. I don't think I've eaten the same thing twice in a row. There have been some duplicates, but that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, I think I've been doing a great job, given a, a full kind of... Uh, comprehensive review and including my you know napkin rating and all of that but like I said it's I don't know nobody cares I think I'm kind of tired of it at this point but you know gotta gotta see it through (laughs) (laughs) that's the worst when you're kind of over the thing but then you feel that's how I felt you aren't very active on Instagram but um this past March I did a thing called March dadness where I made a logo and brackets for you know which daddy is hotter and um but it was taking up like an hour of my time every morning to update the brackets (laughs) and then make the little voting pages on instagram and i just was like man i really want march dadness to be over but people were super into it so i'm gonna have to do it again this year but maybe i'll i don't know i'll i'll come up with a way to streamline things now that i'm a seasoned pro well you know it's like they say uh do what you love and you never work a day in your life but the flip side of that is turn a hobby into a job and then you'll grow to like hate that hobby from then on <laughs> that's um that's been my experience uh having jobs in the arts is that um yeah. then the one thing that you love is co-opted for someone else's vision and um the pay's not very good uh i think i think i wouldn't have a problem having my talents co-opted for someone else's vision if i made as much if not more than I do bartending, but it's always uh, a very significant uh, pay cut um, to work in the creative arts. So, yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, that is the way it goes. I don't, I don't know what to say. I, well, I'm I hear just, that I'm... any day industrialization is going to liberate the working class. So I'm just holding out for that. Yeah, we'll. 
We'll see what the robot overlords have to say about it. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know what's going to happen? I, I'm, I don't know. Um, so, Soup Member, we're on day, what, 18? Oh, yeah, 18. Yeah, yesterday was 17. I reheated. Um, I thawed and reheated some of my uh, homemade uh, shiitake and sour cream soup. That okay. turned out really well. But it turned out really well, but it was like my first soup in, I haven't made soup like that for a couple of years. So it was sort of like the learning curve, getting back on the saddle, you know. <clears throat> but it, I think it turned out really well. And I definitely had a positive experience with the freezing of the leftovers because I'm the only one eating this stuff. And uh, so a whole pot of soup takes a long time. I would have had to eat like seven the same soup seven days in a row in order to you know eat it all just fresh but so i just scooped some into a ziploc bags individual servings popped them in the freezer they're ready to go defrost them whenever you want you've got homemade soup um yeah that is a pro tip because cooking for yourself can sometimes feel like what's the point like to put in all the energy to cook but soup's a good exactly. one that you can cook a lot of and then f- just freeze it and you're good. You kind you kind of have to cook a lot of it. Like even if it's a small recipe, you still end up with like s- at least six servings or something, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, can it's I tell good. you what I made this morning? We'll see how it turns out. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm not allowed to eat grains, although uh, I went on a subway bender earlier this month because I was I would go in looking for the soup and they wouldn't have soup, so then I would buy a sandwich. Um, but uh, I'm back on my stupid autoimmune protocol diet where I can't have grains, and so this morning I made some grain-free, dairy-free, vegan mozzarella cheese. Um, which is setting in the fridge right now. And for dinner, I'm going to bread it with some chickpea, like some gr- dried crushed chickpeas and some yeah. um, spices. And I'm going to make mozzarella sticks. So. Oh, that sounds good. I um, that sounds good. I'll keep everyone updated on how that turns out. Cause I just was like feeling, I mean, the reason I wasn't sticking to my autoimmune protocol diet is it's so restrictive and so then I was like okay what if I actually look up some stupid recipes and maybe some of them will be good um and so because the internet's full of ideas um so we'll see how the mozzarella sticks but I can't eat fucking tomatoes so I can't dip them in marinara which is that was my next question yeah yeah I'm not supposed to have nightshades so um that's gonna Uh. be a bummer because I love I love dipping things, especially in tomato, like give me ketchup, salsa, marinara. I mean, those are the holy trinity right there of dipping. Yeah, there's 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 no substitute for for tomato Mm-mm. in that situation. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Maybe I should have yeah. looked up some sauce recipes before I went to the effort of making fake cheese from scratch. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, that's a rough one. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, some kind of chutney or something. But I mean, that's oh. not the same. But but you know, yeah, that's I mean, basically like a, I don't know, anything to get the tip wet. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, but everything I can think of is like is uh sol you know, solanaceous, you know solanum nightshade. Nightshades, yeah. Uh, but chutneys, fruit chutney or something, but I don't know. That's that's weird with cheese, but to each their own, I guess. Yeah, I, there's the thing is, if you eat something enough, you'll develop a taste for it. Do you remember the first time you tasted beer and it was disgusting? And then you drink enough beers and uh, you enjoy them. Yeah, I think I remember liking it right away. Oh. My dad gave me... Yeah, my dad poured me a little glass of beer when I was probably like six or something. But he drank like Coors. So that's practically like, it's practically like the milk that's left over in the bowl after you eat, you know, Rice Krispies or something. <laughs> it's it's practically that yeah. level of beer. So perfect for children. So, <laughs> But I liked it. Oh, uh, that's, yeah, yeah that's interesting. Um, what else is going so, on? Uh, well, as far as with the uh, 30 Days of Soup, Soup Vember thing, I was thinking for one of the days I would actually go to a local subway and I assume that they'll have the broccoli cheddar soup because apparently that's the only kind any of them ever have. But uh, I would order it and I would review it on my 30 Days of Soup. Oh, you and, should. Um, I'm anticipating that it's going to be at most two out of four napkins, but we'll see. I don't think I've given anything less than a two so far. But that brings me to another huge, huge piece of news. I can't, I don't know how I overlooked this while we were talking about Soupvember. I gave, now this is unprecedented, I rated one particular soup five out of four napkins that's never happened before never never happened before <laughs> that, what soup was it that got five out of four napkins it was italian artichoke oh. and it blew my mind yeah it was like it was like a vacation in tuscany uh -huh. was happening in my was happening in my mouth whoa yeah, um, yeah, it was amazing. Was it so, from your local soup place that you usually go to? Yeah, most of the soups that I've had during 30 Days of Soup, hashtag Soupvember, um, are from Infinite Soups, which is my local place. Um, and are they going to carry this some, more? Um, You know what? It's seasonal. It's a uh -huh. seasonal thing. So it's not like they can just decide to carry it year-round. Um. They just kind of make whatever they, you know, whatever ingredients they can find that are the best uh -huh. is what they, that's the kind of soup they make. And that's kind of, that's kind of the way soup is, really. You don't really, you're better off setting out, setting out to make the best soup you can with the the best ingredients you have available than, try, than coming up with an idea for a soup and then coming up with the ingredients. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I want to add while we're talking about soup. Um, so I was going on this whole Subway soup journey because you told me that they had one flavor that was vegan, the black bean. And um, 
the subways that do have soup only do one flavor a day. And after like my fifth day of striking out, I asked the um, lady who manages the subway closest to my health house. Um, and she's on meth and, um, but she's managing that subway <laughs> like a boss. And I asked her about it and she was like, no, that's not even on our order form. I've worked for subway for a year now and I've never seen black bean on our order form. I don't know if it's a regional thing, but we don't even have the option of ordering black bean soup. Um, So that's why I was never ultimately able to have Subway soup, which we all know is going to be too salty. Um, But our friend Mitch, who um, donated towards the microphone cause, his band, Todd Got Overexcited, the name actually generated from the subway slogan try our delicious soups and he wanted wanted to name the band that and people told him not to and so he went with todd got overexcited but t-o-d-s yeah so try our delicious soups um and so that's i was like i gotta try this soup the internet needs to know the pod listeners need to know and mitch needs to know if the soups are in fact delicious but um now that the onus is all on you rob well i'm only gonna try one because like you said i did look up the ingredients um and uh yeah, the black beans the only vegan soup, but they do have a couple that are vegetarian with, you know, dairy. Mm-hmm. And so broccoli cheddar is like first and foremost, I think that's their most popular. So I'm willing to take one for the team. I've, you know, I get, I get bro- broccoli cheddar from my work, like not cafeteria, but whatever it's, you know, from this coffee stand at work. And uh, it's about a two out of four. Okay. But you know what? Sometimes, sometimes that's what you need. You know, it's it's tasty. It's you know, it's what it says. But it's there's nothing special about it. Nothing. Here's so I'm interested to see. Here's one of my things about the way people eat now. Um, because 20 years ago, like there weren't cool restaurants everywhere. Like you could go to New York, Chicago, L.A. maybe and eat really good food. But the rest of the country, we had Village Inn and you know cracker barrel or whatever and now because of you know yelp and all this stuff like people just know what good food is more and there are certain people who treat every meal like it has to be the absolute best meal they can't just say you know what i'm in a hurry i'm gonna have a bologna sandwich for lunch or whatever they have to go oh well there's this new hot spot that does it this way and blah 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 like and they want every meal they eat to be a five out of four napkins and it kind of drives me nuts (laughs) because sometimes all you need is a two out of four soup and then you get on with your day it's not the last meal you're gonna eat you know and they're treating every meal like it's their dying meal yeah, that's that's affluenza. I think you're you're just bored at that point. I guess, you know? or it may be spoiled. I don't know what it is. I don't know either. I don't know either. And I really basically only eat like two meals a day anyway. Oh, that's and, why um, you're so thin. I guess so. In the morning, I'll have like a big, like plate of eggs, like a you know an egg scramble with cheese and veggies and stuff like that. And, um, and then I won't really eat until after work and I'll like get a bowl of soup 
and that's pretty pretty much it. I might have like a quesadilla or something to go along with the soup, but uh-huh. I mean, my my big expense in that budget is the soup. Yeah, you know, which it's reasonable, and you know, it's I don't know. Yeah, it's expensive. I guess it would be expensive for some people, but. It's one of those things getting back to, you know, quality of life or is that just how, you know, where your priorities are? In my case, yes. Get the soup. I'm willing to I'm willing to put out the 650 for a pint of soup. Yeah. Maybe even every maybe even every day. Well, it's bringing you, it's sparking joy. Isn't that what Marie Kondo says? If you, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I've never, yeah, well, I've never read the book or seen the show, but I, I quote it sarcastically constantly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's in the zeitgeist. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I've never seen it before either, but you know, it does spark joy. Although I got to say on day 18 of 30 days of soup. Maybe it's sparking a little less joy than it was on, say, day three. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, we're, we're getting through it. <laughs> That's the same excuse I use um, for not having sex every day is I'm like, but Zach, if I fucked you every day, it, would, it wouldn't be as good. You'd, you'd get sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's. Um, I think I'm ready for a soup break. Maybe just a couple, three days of a soup break. Yeah. After November, I mean, I'm not like done with soup because I mean, who could do that, especially with winter coming on? But. I might take two or th- I I might take two or three days off of soup. When you're oh, right, goodness. you're right. You can't give up soup right with winter coming on. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that's a shirt. That's a shirt. All right. Oh yeah. By the way, guys, um, we're I'm looking into getting some hashtag fan favorite merch made. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, the, I'm the, really excited. The main goal is to get some uh, panties that say hashtag fan favorite, um, which works <laughs> two ways. You're repping, you're repping Rob Love, but also you're saying that your pussy is a fan favorite. Um, so if anyone has any thoughts on that, I was thinking of like the little, um, they're cut like men's underwear. They look like men's underwear, but they're for women. Like the cute little, they're kind of like a, not a boy short, but they're like a men's brief, but they're for ladies. I was thinking those might be cute, but if there's a different type of panty that you think is the, uh, the right one to get this printed on, um, go ahead and DM me and we can, uh, I can take that into consideration. Or maybe like a style of panties with the like built-in like holder for the panty liners because you know when you're listening to this show, (laughs) new sound equipment. (laughs) It's going to be like a tidal wave. A tidal Um, wave. It's true. You do sound very different on the microphone versus um, because I think everyone's used to hearing you on a phone call. Actually, I know yeah. everyone's used to hearing you on a phone call. So, yeah, it's the recording is very different. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, anything Sorry. else we want to touch on before we uh, take a break? Um, No, I think I think we covered it. I don't know. That's probably um, it. Was then. there anything about we we talked about crows? Yeah, I think I think we're good. Crows and soup is basically all I had to talk about. <laughs> That's all I want to hear about. 
um, and eat some soup. Ooh.